you were a teacher. Um, I don't know whether you remember the National Education Union. I'm going to guess not, given how left-wing and militant that union is, and you're a Tory MP. Um, do the, do this, does this union, do these teachers, do they have a justification for their strike? Uh, Julia, I was a member of the NASUWT, and actually I was also a shop steward. I was a the school union representative uh, uh, when I worked uh, as well. And look, there is no justification for these strikes to go place. The average teacher earns £39,500 a year. I thought we were told it was over 41000 Everyone gives a different figure. It is. So the figures I see, Julia, about 39500 But I know that you can also say around 2021 figures, this is 42000 But I like to go on the, 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 the lower end, just let's say worst case scenario, right. which even in itself... Is about seven and a half thousand pounds more than the average salary of anyone in the UK, which is about thirty-two thousand pounds. So this is a profession that is very well paid. No, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I'm, uh, I'm not. The idea that we should go. Well, you know, teachers are paid more than the average person. I mean, you, I mean, I would expect that someone who was teaching my child, you know, A-level maths, would be better paid than someone, with all due respect, stacking the shelves in Tesco. But Julie, those are not the comparisons I'm making. I'm just making it very clear that teachers who work in full-time education not only get on average £39,500 a year, not only get a pension, employer pension contributions of 23.6%, which is above the average of the private sector of 4%, and get 13 weeks a year where, yes, they may have to work in that time, but they can work from home. They don't have to spend money on childcare if yeah. needs be. And those and, you know, teachers are not working those full 30 weeks. That, you mentioned the pensions, and this is the key thing, isn't it? Because we're constantly told that, that we've seen private sector wages, and we talked to the TUC a little bit earlier, private sector wages are, are going up at a higher rate, uh, still under the inflation rate at the current time, about around 7% than, and, and, than public sector workers. But that does ignore job security, not having been on furlough, and the fact that these pension contributions, that almost 24% employer pension contribution is a huge, that's about an extra 10k a year for the average teacher, which makes a big difference. And it's going to make, a, I mean, given how many people in the private sector haven't until really quite recently had any private, uh, any pension at all. Um, so you're saying, look, it's not about pay. Um, we know that teachers, teaching unions, including the NESUWT, they did not vote to strike. We know that the National Education Union, the most militant and the largest union, they only just hit that threshold for the number of teachers taking part in the ballot and those voting to strike. Does that tell us that actually most teachers don't think this is a justified cause? I think that is absolutely true, uh, Julia. What's happening is the Not Education Union, led by Bolshevik, Balston and Commie Courtney, are trying to live out their socialist utopian fantasy uh, and trying to bring back the Corbynista government, which they were so desperate to elect in 2019. And I think they're an embarrassment to the profession. They should do the decent thing, resign and disappear, as far as I'm concerned. But sadly, whilst we have to deal with them, let's look at the hard facts. Every other union, as you said, chose, did not meet the threshold to strike. They only just got over 53% of the ballot uh, there. Most teachers are... The overwhelming majority of teachers are selfless individuals. They put their pupils first. They want to make sure they change life chances of young people, particularly those young people from disadvantaged backgrounds who've had to suffer so much, Julia, as you've said time and time again, because we didn't allow those children to go face-to-face -face into a classroom with their expert, the teacher, during the COVID pandemic. And has obviously damaged, therefore, sadly, the life chances of many young people yeah. in places like Stoke-on-Trent North, Kidsgrove and Talk, which absolutely terrifies me. And the, selfless, and the selflessness of teachers is being overshadowed by the selfishness of union baron bosses who want to push their own party political agenda, saying that we need to reform the welfare state when they're during the lockdown in order to get teachers back in the classroom, saying teachers shouldn't mark work when it was uh, virtual learning, now telling teachers not to tell head teachers until the morning whether they're going to be in school or not. The NEU seem to hate, 
hate kids and seem um, to hate parents. And on that, I would absolutely agree with you. I don't think I don't think the the leaders of that union care two hoots about teachers or pupils, uh, and certainly not during the lockdown years uh, when they were they were a big part of the problem. Um, but. But we are where we are. Teachers are out on strike. What should parents have done today? Because I would argue, and I've been saying this for quite some time, well, once we knew these strikes were going to happen, parents should take their kids to school, get to the school gate. Someone's going to, you know, there's always one gate that's open. Put your kids inside the school grounds, say, have a good day, turn their phones off and leave so that teachers have to, someone has to look after their kids because there are millions of parents who need to go to work. They do vital jobs of themselves. They might work in the health service, be running a company. Uh, they, their employer needs them there. Many of those parents won't be getting paid. They don't get holiday pay. They don't get paid, sick pay even. When they're not at work, they don't yeah. get paid. Um, do you think parents should just simply say, no, I'm taking my kids to school, here you go? I think parents, like you say, Julia, and it's going to be those lower paid parents, those yeah. ones who either work at the checkouts in the local supermarket, the cleaner, but then like you say, your plumber, your electrician, your brickie, your, uh, your nurse, your carer, these are people who are going to lose out on the day's pay in the middle of a cost of living crisis because of the selfishness of these union baron bosses. And I think teachers have every, uh, sorry, I think parents have every right to rock up to school and say, my child deserves that face-to-face -face education. And I think that if they lose on a day's pay, they should write to the NEU and say, this is what I should have got paid. When am I going to get my money? Because I can't keep, because the government, the taxpayer shouldn't have to keep uh you know as it already has done over 400 billion on covid billions more now on energy relief scheme you know this money's got to come from somewhere and these unions that are raking in hard-working teacher salaries to pay themselves hundred thousand plus a year uh, incomes at the top with all the expenses paying one thousand pounds for people to go on solidarity trips to cuba and other socialist utopian countries as well shows you the complete wastage of money that these unions uh, are spending and the contempt they have for the people they claim to represent. They don't represent the teachers I know and they don't represent me when I was a teacher either. There will be plenty of people who will completely agree with you. They'll be applauding you right now, but they'll also say, um, inflation is over 10%. Um, I, I can't afford to keep up with my heating bill and my, and my supermarket and my cost and my rent or my mortgage. Um, these teachers, money of these teachers will be among them and say, look, I don't want to go on strike, but I'm, I'm taking a real terms pay cut. Um, a lot of people will understand, as I do, both sides, that these are people who are, want, to, want to get their pay to be worth as much as it was a year ago or a few years ago, even 2010. Um, what else can they do other than go on strike? The NEU and other teaching unions say, we've been talking to the government for months, for years, and we've not got anywhere. So I think the important thing to remember is, Julia, because I was actually in all my albeit brief time in the Department of Education, um, I signed off on the uh, pay recommendations of 5% for advanced teachers. That is the independent pay body review that the unions never complained about, was supportive of as a process, and we accepted those recommendations in full. We've started the process for the pay review for 2023-24, which is obviously going to hopefully report back shortly. Unions should be feeding into that, and obviously I've committed when I was in the department, and it's been committed since, the new starting salary of £30,000 a year is going to come into play. But the number one issue, Julia, to get to your question, sorry, the number one issue for teachers in every survey, whether it's done by unions or the Department for Education, is workload. That always comes out consistently as the top challenge that yeah. teachers are facing. Rather than pay, interestingly. Rather than pay. And I think that's where, and I know Gillian has offered that as a Secretary of State. I offered it when I was in the department. I know Kit Malthouse, when he was Secretary of State, offered it as well. And Nick Gibb has been in that department for longer than most of us can, uh, can yeah. remember. So, you know, he has offered time and again to look at 
best practice where schools are managing to reduce the workload on teachers, like well, McKenna. Well, why looking at it? Why don't they just scrap it? Everyone could, I'm sorry, you could just simply go into sort of 10 different schools and go, what is the bit of paperwork that you have to do? It takes a long time that doesn't actually improve a child's education at all. I bet you anything, every teacher will pray, say nine out of the same 10 things. Scrap yeah. those nine, done. Now, you, how long do you have to talk about this stuff? No, I, like, Julie, look, I get the frustration. I wouldn't want to talk about it. In fact, when I was in departments, I actually said, can we print off all the guidance that we give to teachers and have it stacked to my office so we can see the ridiculous nature of what yeah. we send out? And then let's cut it in half because it easily can do that. And then, like you say, there are schools already doing out there. What we, the government should be doing is going, here's a school, here's what okay. they do, here's that with their policy, copy and paste it and make it work in your school. Okay. Like you say, we just need to be, we don't need to talk about it, we need to deliver on it. Yeah. I totally agree with you on that. Okay, can I just ask you also, you know, the government's in a lot of woes at the moment. I mean, they're dealing with not just this mass walkout, this strike today, not just by teachers, railway workers, civil servants, university lecturers and others. Got more ambulance strikes, more nurses strikes, ballots for teachers strikes, you name it, everyone's going out on strike in, in the public and, and in some of the private sector as well. This is, uh, this is causing problems for the government. We've also got the IMF report yesterday, We've got more uh, pressure from backbenchers on the government to take action to boost them in the polls. Some 20 points behind uh, the current uh, uh, the current uh, polls we've seen. I know you, you just mentioned your seat there, Stoke-on-Trent North in the Midlands, um, but you, you've been a leading sort of outspoken MP on the backbenchers for the red wall seats. I understand that you um, actually uh, spoke to the Chancellor Jeremy Hunt yesterday at a, the 1922 backbench committee meeting that was held with MPs, where you were basically talking to the, the Chancellor about cutting taxes, in particular uh, the issue of fuel duty, which is a big issue for particularly for people living outside the capital where people can get public transport. Not an option for most people in most parts of the world, and certainly not uh, in Stoke, where people rely on their cars for every journey, pretty much. Um, did you get any sign from the Chancellor that um, he was listening? Well, Julie, first of all, I know that you know Stoke-on-Trent well with your very sound, stokey husband and uh, and, and in-laws. So uh, I'm very proud to represent... We're never going to get through an interview without you mentioning that, are we? I can't, I can't resist it, Julie, every time. But look, uh, I did ask the Chancellor. I said, look, well, not only do we need the freeze on in any inflation increases, we need the continuation of the 5P cut. And I've been working with Howard Cox from Fairfall UK and The Sun uh, in their campaign and keep it down at the pump. And look, the Chancellor said that he will have a look at what the state of the finances are before the budget. I was a bit worried. It seemed a bit gloomy to me. However, in private, we've had lots of positive dialogue. And I just think it is an easy win for government and common sense for the British public to be given that 5P cut continued beyond the end of March this year and to keep the, uh, the yeah. freeze in inflationary rises yeah. as well. Because like you say, over 30 million people rely on their vehicle day in, day out. And by the way, it would actually have a negative impact, well, it actually bring inflation down yeah. because 98% of all our goods rely on vehicles to transport them. Yeah. So if we want to help the haulage business, if we want to help the white van man, if we want to help the motorist, if we don't want to have Sadiq Khan nutter politics to exist in this country, then we need to keep that cut in 5p and keep the freeze in inflation. Okay. And I'm sure the Chancellor will do the right thing at the time. Jonathan Gullis, Conservative MP, former schools minister, former teacher, thank you very much for joining us.